coming at you live at 7.05 on your Wednesday evening. And, yeah, we'll be taking your phone calls for the entire hour. Get to some emails as well. The week that was going to be talking about being fired without realizing it. It's not always that obvious. Not Sometimes obvious you think it all. is. Nope, nope. Yep, getting picked up and tossed out the door. That's obvious. There's other ways where it's <laughs> not so obvious. We'll get to that. Uh, again, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cellular. First, we'll get to the week that was. Yes, Johnny, and uh, thank you very much. Welcome to all our listeners. You know, employment law issues are always relevant. Uh, if you read the news, John, you would have heard that uh, uh, Maple Leaf Foods are cu- is cutting about 450 right. jobs, you know, over the next couple of months. You know, th- these issues come up. It's very important for anyone that loses their job, uh, these these folks at Maple Leaf Foods or otherwise, to understand what they're owed. If you're in that situation, you got to get some legal advice. That's what we're here to do, here to answer questions. But the week that was, starting with two situations that I saw this week that I dealt with that I think uh, where there's a, an important lesson to, uh, to be learned and some, uh, some interesting advice. Uh, the first situation actually happened this morning. Uh, I got an email from a gentleman named Mike. Uh, he emailed me with a very simple question. Uh, he said, uh, you know, Lior, I was, uh, I was let go two weeks ago, and I haven't received my record of employment. Uh, you know, it's been two weeks. Mm-hmm. I haven't received it. My employer is not answering my emails. What can I do to answer to, to get my uh, record of employment? So I said, uh, I wrote him back. Said, Mike, why don't you give me a call? Let's talk about this. So he did call me, and uh, in, in discussing with him, which is really what the reason why I wanted to speak to him rather than just answer his question by email, I found out that uh, this uh, this individual who had worked for the company for three years received exactly three weeks' pay. Uh, and I told them, you know, we can talk about your record of employment. I'll tell you how to get it. But the real issue here is the right. fact you probably owed about six months pay, not three weeks pay. So he calls me about a simple question of the record of employment. Uh, and it happens very often when I get people calling me with what they think is the issue when there's really a bigger issue, a bigger concern that they may actually not be aware of. So in this case, uh, after this discussing with the gentleman for about 15 minutes on the phone, he's now asked for my help to help him get his uh, six months pay as well as his record of employment. I often get qu- questions about uh, vacation pay, uh, you know, how do I pick up my items from the office right, that I yeah, left yeah. behind when people actually may be owed tens of thousands of dollars and they don't even realize they it. They just assume what they got is what they get. Yeah, yeah, no, three, three years, three weeks, the severance, that's all I get. I just want my record of employment. But wait a second, Mike, you're owed six months pay. Uh, so uh, a lot of people are in that situation. So that's why, uh, you know, we like doing the show. We like giving people the real advice. Different, the second situation, very uh, different, uh, probably the first time that I've had something exactly like this happen. I was contacted by a lady uh, uh, a few weeks ago uh, that was very emotional. Uh, she, she was in a very difficult situation in the workplace. She was being harassed by her manager, who, for lack of a better term, was a jerk. Uh, was <laughs> treating her very badly, was being rude and, and obnoxious, uh, obnoxious uh, unreasonable demands, yelling at her, putting her down to the point that she, it got so bad that she actually had to go on a disability leave. She had to ask her doctor for some time off and go on a disability leave. Now, uh, she called me about what to do, and I said, you know, here's what I would love. I would love for there to be a way for us to prove that because he's not going to put up his hand and say, yes, I did it. He's going to deny it. So how do we prove it? And she said, well, I bet you my coworkers would back me up. Uh, so uh, I said, well, can you, can, will they speak to me? Yeah. Normally when I say that, no one wants to speak to me. Uh, but in this case, she said, yeah. And she had three co- coworkers call me, uh, and they each confirmed exactly that they were also subject to the same harassment by this manager. Well, what I ended up doing is I ended up writing a very detailed letter to uh, the president of the company outlining exactly what's happened, 
giving them the names of these individuals, what has happened to them, and telling them that unless something is done here, we're going to take legal action against them. Well, wouldn't you know it, this manager ends up getting fired, and my client goes, uh, gets her job offer back or gets her job back, goes back to work this week, very happy, nice. uh, a good ending. That's the way to do it. Got to make that phone call, 416-216-5900. We'd love to get your calls over this hour as we can answer pretty much anything under the umbrella of employment. You've been laid off. you got a severance package in front of you, a friend, family member. Give Lior a call, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. And email Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. This is the Employment Hour on Talk Radio AM 640. We're hoping to get into the topic of being fired without even realizing it first, so we always go to the uh, phone calls. Got Gary up and Lindsay. Good evening. Gary, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, man. What's your question for Lior? Uh, it's, it's regarding uh, bereavement leave. Now, I, I, it's actually uh, uh, behalf of a co-worker of mine who had a relative die, uh, a close close relation relative, and my uh, the employ- our employer uh, begrudgingly gave him the time off but didn't pay him for it. Now, I was just wondering what kind of legal recourse uh, my my coworker has in this situation. Now, is your coworker part of a union? No. Okay. So if, if he's not part of a union, there's actually no uh, direct right for a bereavement leave. In other words, an employer does not legally have to provide time off work so there's the, for a, a bereavement leave and does not have to pay anyone for time off. Most employers would allow some time off, but it's unpaid time off. Uh, an employee can use vacation days if they want. Uh, but no, okay. unfortunately, in this situation, it doesn't seem like the employer did anything wrong. There's no legal requirement to provide uh, paid bereavement leave. Okay, that that's kind of odd because I was reading on the legal or uh, labor standards that, yes, it should be paid three days off. No, if it's paid, it's only under a collective agreement if there's a collective agreement in place. Otherwise, there's other types of leaves that are available, uh, but even in those cases, they're usually unpaid. They're just uh, protected leaves that you can't be let go, uh, but they're unpaid. Appreciate the call. Gary got uh, Paul also with Lindsay. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Excellent. What's your question? Uh, yeah, I was just calling. Um, is there a legal requirement for the amount of holiday uh, to be paid as a percentage or whatever after a certain number of years. Like I'm currently be, being paid 4% holiday pay and I've been with them 27 years. Uh, yeah, and you get 4% holiday pay? Yes. So there's uh, the holiday pay that you get, uh, it, it can change. It's based uh, on whatever you earned uh, in, uh, in the four weeks prior to the week of the holiday divided by 20. So oh, no, no, I, I'm not speaking about just a paid holiday. Yeah. Um, like you, you're, you're talking about vacation. Sorry, vacation pay. A vacation pay. Yes. Okay. Vacation. Good. So the minimum amount of vacation pay that an employer has to give is four percent uh, vacation pay and two weeks uh, off uh, for vacation. So that is correct. A lot of employers may do more than that. They cannot do less than that. But if you do 4%, that is uh, within the legal obligations, and their empl- the employer is not doing anything wrong in that case. Unfortunately for me, thanks, guys. Great show. Pleasure listening. Thank Paulie, you. appreciate it. Uh, 416-870-6400, star 640. On sale to talk to Lior tonight, right up until 8 o'clock. Okay, we're talking about uh, being fired without even realizing it. I'll just bang some of these off, and you can uh, 
Expand on each one. First one, temporary layoffs. We know that term. Yeah, we know that term, John. And obviously, you know, some people may think it's strange. But what do you mean? How can I be let go without realizing? Well, you know, when I'm let go, it doesn't that mean they call me into a meeting, they hand me a piece of paper, and they're saying, you know, you're gone, you're out of here. Well, yeah, that absolutely can happen. But there are situations where in the eyes of the law, you're considered as if you have been let go, even though you don't know it, or maybe your employer didn't necessarily intend it. But in the eyes of the law, you have been terminated. And you mentioned temporary layoffs. So, so let's break that down. A temporary layoff, in theory, is a situation where the employer says, I'm not letting you go. I'm simply telling you that I don't have work for you for a period of time. And so we, you're going to be on the layoff temporarily. And hopefully, down the road at some point, I'll have enough work to call you back mm-hmm. to work. Now, uh, unless you're part of a union, if you're not part of a union, a temporary layoff is a termination. An employer generally does not have a right to lay off an employee temporarily unless there's a contract of employment in place that uh, puts that uh, in there, that gives them that right. So if you've been laid off temporarily, you actually can treat that as a termination. You've been terminated and get your full severance. You don't have to sit at home waiting to be called back in six months or whatever it is. You can get your severance right now. So you've been laid off temporarily. You've actually been terminated Without realizing it. So what happens if I do that once and the second time round I hear this show and I go, huh, no, 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 no. Second time around. Yeah. So Say that's the problem. third maybe. Uh-oh. How even, about that even, even worse. So the problem is, is this. As, as I've just said, uh, if you, an employer doesn't have a right to lay you off temporarily. But let's say you, you're not happy about it, but you say, fine, I'm going to wait at home. And six months later, you go back to work. You let the employer do the thing that they didn't have a right or to do. Right. Well, by doing that, you've now created this precedent there's now an implied term that they can do it again. So by letting them, quote-unquote, get away with it that first time, they now can do it again and again and again. So that's a problem, obviously, for the individual. That's why if you've been laid off temporarily, in some cases, again, every situation is different, it may be better to simply treat your employment as terminated, get your severance, and move on. We'll take a quick break. We'll get to uh, Patty on the phones. Hang on the line, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. And Lior at employmenthour.com. That is the number. And locally, 416-216-5900. That's outside of show hours to get a hold of Lior. On the Employment Hour, Talk Radio, AM 640. Lior at employmenthour.com and 416-216-5900. Outside of show hours, any time to get a hold of Lior. Get back to our discussion of being fired without even realizing it. After we get to a couple of phone calls here, got uh, Jerry in Ajax. Good evening, Jerry. Oh, good evening. Uh, sorry, I have a bad cold, but uh, I just called in. I, I have a unique situation. I think I do. I, I work for my brother's company. Uh, he was a partner, and I was there about uh, just about three years, and and uh, the partnership broke up, and my brother was bought out of the business, and then I was let go after that uh, as part of the termination. They said, you know, with the family connection, it wouldn't work moving forward. And I just wondered uh, what my entitlements were from a severance perspective. Sure. So you've been there, Jerry. You were there for three years. And what kind of job? What were you doing there? I was in sales. In sales. Okay. And, and how old are you, Jerry? I'm uh, 60 years old. Wow. So you would have been owed six months' pay unless at some point you had signed an employment agreement that limited your entitlements. So what what did they give you when they let you go? Uh, we got I got just shy of four months. Okay. So uh, n- not the worst severance offer that I've no. seen, but about uh, two months shy or so of what you're actually owed. How long ago was that? Oh, this was about uh, two and a half, three months ago. Okay. 
So again, happy to talk to you if you haven't signed anything yet. If you have signed something, then probably can't do much about it. Otherwise, again, six months is probably what you're owed. Oh, sorry, Jerry. We lost him. There's a bad phone connection for sure. Got uh, Connie in Thornhill. Good evening, Connie. Hi, good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay. What's your question for Leora? I was employed by a company for just under a year in 2013, and then I was uh, diagnosed with cancer towards uh, 2014. And I was keeping my boss up to date with everything, my diagnosis, my, you know, treatments, everything. I was going towards surgery in February. And um, I was I had to miss a few appointments, going to the hospital, the way downtown, here and there, and lots of things to miss to miss work for. And uh, he ended up he was okay with it up until like two weeks before uh, my surgery. Yeah, he came up to me and he's like, "So what are you expected to do after your surgery? Because you have to have all this time to recover." I told him I'm thinking of going on a temporary leave just for EI to get some money for the four months we'll be recovering. And he said, "Okay, that sounds good." I'll be, about a week to two weeks before my surgery, I received an email saying that I am dismissed because I have not attended work and like full time as much as I should, and they need to have somebody there full time. And this was a while ago, and I called a bunch of places. Everyone's like, "You, they can fire you for whatever they want." But then, so I never went with uh, the human rights tribunal or anything, and now it's past that year of going with the human rights tribunal. So Did they give you, Connie, uh, any compensation? Just the two weeks. They said, um, yeah, two weeks in lieu of notice. So let me... um let me break it down for you. First of all, no, they cannot let you go for any reason if the reason they're letting you go is because of a medical condition. So if you're missing work because of a medical condition, obviously cancer, very, very serious medical condition, uh, mm-hmm. and they know about that, they know you're under doctor's care, and they have to accommodate you, so they cannot yeah. let you go. So that's issue number one. Issue number two is the fact that after a year, you would have been owed more than two weeks pay. You, uh, the, how old are you, Connie? I'm 30 years old now. 30? Yeah. And what kind of job? What were you doing then? It was an administrative assistant position. Okay. So, and, and yeah. with, with cancer, obviously, which impacted your ability to look for work, you probably would have been owed right around four months' pay. So, not, not two weeks, but four months' pay. And there are human rights issues. Now, yeah. you are not out of time to pursue both of them. Both of them can be pursued by way of a claim. So, I would strongly, strongly encourage you, Connie, to give me a call. This is a fairly straightforward matter. Uh, and, you know, I'm sorry you were in that situation, but we can do something about it. I can help you. Give me a call off here. John is going to give you the number, and I look okay. forward to talking to you. Connie, that number is uh, 416-216-5900. Again, 416-216-5900. We'll bounce over to uh, Ray in Toronto. Hi, Ray. Good evening. How are you? Ray? Hey, Ray. Hello? Hey, how are you? Uh, it's not Ray. It's Rudy. Okay, Rudy. How are you? Yeah, I... I believe I spoke earlier and you put me on hold. Possibly. What's uh, what's your concern? Yes, I, as I was saying, um, I signed uh, earlier this year a six-month um, contract with the uh, agency. Yes. And after about five weeks, uh, they terminated my employment. Did they tell uh, you why? Well, I called, um, I sent an email they uh, didn't reply. When I finally got through to somebody, they told me um, that they didn't have material, but material will be coming in a couple of weeks, and then we should be able to go back to work. Yes. And I waited until the end of the month. The following month, I keep calling. 
leaving messages they never replied. So, um, and you had a six-month contract? Yes. So he, the rule is this, that if you have a, a fixed-term contract, so six months is a fixed term, if they end the contract earlier, they have to pay you the balance of the contract. So you actually may be owed another whatever, if you work for four weeks, another five months pay. Now, that depends on the term of the contract. The contract itself may specifically give them the ability to end it early. So what I'd want to see, Ray, I would want to see the actual contract that you've signed because it's possible you're actually owed five months' pay. So give me a call off fair, send me a copy of the agreement. I'll be able to look at it in about 30 seconds, tell you if you're owed another five months' pay. Rudy, that number is 416-216-5900. And for the rest of you, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Lots more of the Employment Hour coming up on Talk Radio AM 640. 7.33 on your Wednesday. If you want to get a hold of Lior when the show is over, 416-216-5900 or Lior at employmenthour.com. Get to more of our uh, phone calls here. Appreciate you waiting. Marshall and Barry. Hi, Marshall. How are you? Good. What's going on? Um, I lived in Toronto all my life, and I moved up to Nunavut in 2000. Tropical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from from uh, 2000 to 2014, I worked, and uh, I thought I was a full-time employee. And uh, my company was a global company and uh, basically lost the contract and laid me off. And uh, I never got anything for it. And uh, one of my buddies at work told me, because in the handbook, they don't classify me as a full-time employee. Yeah, no, Marshall, that, that's nonsense. You, you, of course, you were, you were entitled to severance. After 14 years, you're probably going to be looking at something north of a year's pay. So what you need to do, and I wouldn't wait on this, you need to contact an employment lawyer uh, in Nunavut where you were working. Even though you may not be there now, uh, that's where you worked. That's where your, uh, your job was. So you have to pursue it over there. Uh, this should be fairly simple to resolve. You're absolutely owed severance. Definitely don't sit on this. I don't know what the limitation period is in none of it, so I would get on this right away if possible and call a lawyer right there. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. We'll take it back to Toronto. And Peter, hi, Peter, good evening. Hey there, just out of curiosity, if you're a registered business and you've got really no payment terms with the supplier, is there like a, a, a law or something that says you must pay within 30 days? No. Um, or, or can your supplier go ahead and call your uh, your client? Sorry. They haven't been paid. Uh, your supplier would call you. There's no law that requires payment within a specific period of time. It's, it's any, any payment terms either have to be in a written contract or have to be implied based on practices, understanding, and, and, and industry standards. So, so there's no legal requirement to pay in 20 or 30 days. Uh, if someone doesn't pay you on time and you can show that they're unreasonable, you can take legal action against them. Uh, but uh, but that's, that's really all you can do. Now, can I call their, can I call, uh, their client and say, listen, I've not been paid yet. Is there any recourse? If you call whose client? If I call my supplier's client. Uh, I, you know, I, I wouldn't simply because you may be interfering with his relationship with them. That could actually be I- illegal. Your best recourse is to deal with the supplier directly. If you have to take them to small claims or otherwise, that would probably be your best course of action rather than calling clients. Get to one more here. Alan in Brampton. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Hour. Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking my call. No worries. Um, yeah, hi. I have a question. Um, back in January, I left a, uh, an employer that I was working for for 12 weeks. 
and um, they never uh, paid me my 4% vacation pay. I'm just wondering how to go about getting it. Uh, the best way to do it uh, is to contact the Ministry of Labor. I mean, uh, usually I tell people you don't approach the Ministry of Labor. When it comes to issues such as vacation pay, they're the ones to go. You can file a complaint with the Ministry of Labor. They'll get you the 4%. It's 4% of whatever you earned in that 12 weeks. Uh, this should be fairly easy. You won't need to do much other than file a, a piece of paper with the Ministry of Labor. Oh, great. And uh, one more quick question. I, um, I recently was laid off from an employer that I worked for eight months. Okay. And um, they paid me one week of severance, and there was nothing. I was not, uh, wasn't asked to sign anything. I'm just wondering uh, what's going on there. Now, what kind of job? What were you doing there? Um, I was working for a truck parts uh, supplier. Um, I was hired as a customer service representative, but okay. I ended up um, working as a warehouse supervisor, even though it wasn't officially my title. And how old are you, Alan? Um, 48 years old. So you would have been owed about two months' pay, okay? Uh, wow. About two months' pay. And if you didn't receive that, well, obviously you didn't receive that, you can give me a call. I can certainly help you get that. Obviously, a week for you is completely inappropriate. So I'd be happy to talk to you off air and help you get that. Great. That number is 416-216-5900 now. So we'll get back to a little bit more of our being fired without realizing we talk about temporary layoffs. How about change in terms of employment and what would those be? Yeah, the, you know, uh, probably one of the most common ways where you can be fired, you could be let go without realizing it, is when your employer changes the terms of your employment. Situations where the job that you have is not the job that you used to have. Uh, so uh, if an employer demotes you or an employer reduces your pay or the employer relocates you. Uh, any of those changes that are negative changes, that are not good changes, uh, can result in what we call a constructive dismissal. So if the employer makes a change, the employer reduces your pay by 30%, you now have a choice. You can accept that change if you want and continue working, or you can treat your employment as being at an end, as if you have been let go, and get the company to pay you your full severance. So that is a classic example of a situation where by virtue of what the employer did, by the employer's conduct and actions, they have terminated your employment, even though they're not saying you're gone. They want to keep, keep you working, but you can treat that as a termination. So a constructive dismissal happens often. If you're in that situation, if your employer has changed the terms of your employment, you have to do something. You have a very, very small window, John. Uh, if, you, if you accept a 30% pay reduction and six months later you want to do something about it, you can't. There's maybe a, you know, a couple of week window, two week window, you could do something. So if you're in that situation, you have to act. How about the sale of a business? We had a caller earlier talking about that was part of a sale of a business. Yeah, and, and very common. A lot of people don't, you know, can get confused with that. So let's, let's break that down. When a business is sold, okay, several things can happen. If, uh, number one is you can continue working with the buyer. If the buyer offers you a job and you continue working, the good news is your seniority carries through. You continue working, so you're not a new employee in the eyes of the law. So if down the road the buyer lets you go, they have to account for your full seniority and, get, and pay you full severance. In situations where you're not continuing working, we'll talk about that after the break, your employment is actually terminated and you're entitled to severance. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, Lior at employmenthour.com for email. And his number anytime, 416-216-5900, the Employment Hour on Talk Radio, AM640. Lior at employmenthour.com and 416-216-5900 is Lior's number. We're talking about saleable business as one of the ways under the banner of being fired without realizing it. We talked about that if you continue your employment, keeping your seniority with the new company, and if you don't... So if you don't, uh, the question becomes, why are you not... So if you're offered a job at your employer, 
uh, with, a, with, a, with a buyer and you decide not to accept, the question becomes, why aren't you accepting? So if you're not accepting a job with the buyer because the job with the buyer is very different, maybe it's going to be a different role or less money or maybe it's going to be a relocation, then you're owed a full severance. You don't have to accept the job with the buyer and you're owed your full severance if there's a sale of a business. Now, what happens if you decide not to accept the job with the buyer, but there's really no good reason? Maybe you simply decide, I'm going to spend some time with the family. I'm not going to uh, accept the job and, and you know, move on to a different career or a different job. In that case, you still get your severance, but you're not going to get your full severance. You're only going to get your minimum severance, which would be a week pay or two weeks, depending on the situation, per year of service. But either way, if you want it to be, a sale of a business is a termination of employment, even if you are offered a job with the buyer. So whenever you're faced with a sale of a business, you always, always have a choice. And in many cases, John, an employer is going to say to the employee, we sold the business, you're going to be offered a job by the buyer, and that's it. If you don't accept it, you've resigned. That's not a resignation. That is wrong. In fact, that is a termination, and you're owed severance. How about this, and you touched on this earlier, and that's failure to accommodate. Yeah, another big one, uh, and oftentimes happens, just like the call that we had before that was struggling with cancer, an employer has a duty to accommodate uh, if an employee has a medical condition. That may mean giving modified duties, that may mean changing hours, graduated hours, uh, may mean changing work location, anything to help the employee that's not at optimal health uh, do the job. If the employer refuses to accommodate, if they say, well, no, we're not going to accommodate, we'll just give you your old job back, but we're not going to make any changes, that failure to accommodate, that refusal can be a termination. If the employer doesn't live up to their obligation to accommodate, that could be a termination. So if you're sick, you're ill, disabled, your employer won't help you, won't accommodate you, you could, if you wanted to, treat that as a termination and get your full severance. What if you're not sick or ill, but say it's, uh, you know, childcare problems have gotten in the way, you got to pick up your kids at school or drop them off. Excellent. Another uh, heading uh, under the banner of uh, duty to accommodate. An employer does have to accommodate what we call family status. That may mean if you're in a, a relationship, uh, parent and child relationship, you have a, a child you have to care for, and the only way you can, let's say, pick up the kid in school is by employer your employer making some changes to your hours of work. The employer has to provide that accommodation. If they don't, that's a violation of the Human Rights Code. That can be a constructive dismissal. In other words, John, it's illegal. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Is this, uh, we got Drake in Toronto. Hello, Drake. How you doing? In the six. How are you, pal? I thought you were at a Pretty basketball good. game right now. Anyway, go ahead. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. Uh, about a year, well, almost two years ago, I was working for a company, well, a hospital here in Toronto, and... After a year, I got bumped and laid off with no severance. And I'm listening to your show. I'm wondering, was I supposed to get severance? Have I been screwed? Uh, Drake, I take it you were part of a union? No. Oh, you were not part of a union. Okay. So nope. so this was a contract for a year, one year? Yeah, I got hired for a year as a supervisor. Yeah. And after that, my manager decided he wanted to take his job back, which was mine. And I got bumped and laid off. Okay. Uh, and you, you haven't been back. You, lo- you simply lost your job for good. Yep. So, yeah, absolutely. Not only would you, were you owed severance, it's possible that you were owed the balance of the contract. So how, how long into the contract were you let go? Well, it wasn't, I, I, I guess I shouldn't say it was contract. I got hired. There was a piece of paper signed. It wasn't saying, you know, any length of time. I just got hired to do the job. Okay. So it wasn't for a year. So you worked there for one year. 
Yes. Okay. And uh, how old are you, Drake? I'm 48. Okay. So you probably would have been owed three to four months pay. Okay. So three to four months. The fact that you got nothing, uh, it means you have been wrongfully dismissed. That's not illegal. So this is a straightforward matter. There's absolutely no possibility to let you go after a year with paying you nothing. Therefore, uh, wrongful dismissal, I definitely want to talk to you off air because this should be easy to resolve. We should be able to get through the compensation that you're owed uh, pretty quickly. And I think he said he's just under the two-year mark too, right? Yeah, so, so you, um, you got to deal with it now. Yeah, Drake, right away, 416-216-5900. Just wrap up this topic for uh, tonight. That is being fired without realizing it. How about a, like a, you guys, I guess you call it a poison work environment, harassment, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this briefly when we talked about the week that was. In a situation where someone is uh, you know, working in a poison work environment, that could be a constructive dismissal. Why? Because every employee, doesn't matter what you job you do and, and who you work for, has an implied term in the terms of their employment that says, I'm going to work in a supportive work environment. I'm going to work in a healthy and a good working, working environment that's conducive to doing the job. What happens if the employer breaches that term by, by allowing there to be a poison work environment, subjects you to a work environment that's not uh, supportive, to harassment? Well, that is a breach of a fundamental term of employment, so you can treat that as a constructive dismissal. So by being in a poison work environment, you actually may, in the eyes of the law, have been terminated. You can treat that as a termination. You don't have to take it. You don't have to uh, suffer through it. You may be able to leave and get your full severance. Take your calls right up to the top of the hour. You want to give us a call, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Outside the show, it's 416-216-5900. This is the Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM 640. And back out here we go. The phone's... Is it Gab or Gabe in North York? Gabe. Gabe, how are you? I'm well, thanks so much. Okay, what's your question? Um, so I just wanted to know if I've been wrongfully uh, dismissed or terminated. Uh, I worked in that at a for a sales um, in a, under a sales capacity um, for about eight months. Uh, I was told to leave, uh, and I was I wasn't given any um, any reason. For uh, for my dismissal, I was just told to leave. I was doing a good job. I was hitting my target, um, but I wasn't given any severance or anything like that. So I, I'm wondering if I'm owed anything or if uh, that was done properly. So you were paid nothing, not even a week's pay. I'm pretty sure I wasn't. I mean, yeah, I, I, I had some vacation time that I built up. Right. Um. They did pay me that out in cash um, once I once I left, but other than the vacation, I was not given any other cash. So, Gabe, you worked there for for eight months and in a sales position. How how old are you, Gabe? Uh, currently, I'm thirty. Okay, so in your situation, you you would been would have been owed two months' pay. All right, so two months' pay is what you would have been owed. Uh, anything less than that would have been a wrongful dismissal. Certainly, it's, it would be even a violation of, or a breach of the Employment Standards Act to pay, uh, to pay you nothing. So, yes, you're right. You have been wrongfully dismissed. Uh, give me a call if you would like off-air. We can talk about that. I can find out some more information about you. But, yeah, you probably are owed right around two months' pay, Gabe. Okay. And, and just out of curiosity, how, how do you um, calculate um, the... Uh the amount of severance uh, based on the amount of time work. Great. So the, the answer to that, it's based on three factors, the length of your employment, your age, and your position. 
the longer you work, the older you are, and the more senior a position you have, the greater the entitlements. Now, to, to help people out there that are not employment lawyers figure out how much they're owed, we've actually created this, uh, a, a really nice, handy-dandy tool. It's called the Severance Calculator. It's available for free. It's uh, severancepaycalculator.com. So you input your age, your position, and the type of job that you have, and it's going to tell you how many weeks or months severance you are owed. It's very easy to use. It's free. It takes about uh, 20 seconds to use. Uh, it's a drop-down menu. You know, my nine-year-old can use it. It's very, very easy. So uh, for, for Gabe, for anyone out there that's lost their job, are worried about losing their job, maybe their friend has lost their job, and you want to know how much am I owed. What, you know, I've worked there for five years. What does that mean? Do I get five months, ten months, five weeks? Go to severancepaycalculator.com, input your information, find out how much you're owed, understand then what your legal entitlements are. And it really is handy-dandy. It, it's amazing. It, that, that is a legal term, John, okay? <laughs> you, you didn't go to law school like me, so you'd understand what that is. It's and terminationquestions.com in 30 seconds. What is that? <laughs> it's Latin. Okay? It's right. Latin. Uh, yeah, so we're here, obviously, uh, on, on Wednesday answering questions, but if you have a question on Thursday or Monday or on the weekend, mm-hmm. you can go to terminationquestions.com. Ask me a question there anonymously. It's free. Myself or one of my colleagues will answer right away. It's, it's a really nice tool uh, to have for those that you know, don't want to pick up the phone. They, they don't want to you know, commit to speaking to me. Go to terminationquestions.com anytime. Ask your question. I'll answer it. Uh, and then always, always ready to give information. And that will do it for this handy-dandy employment hour for this week. We Thank will you, be John. back on the air on Sunday again. In the meantime, 416-216-5900 and Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. This has been the Employment Hour. You know it. On Talk Radio AM 640.